Okay, all right, guys. Welcome back to uh, Talking Thrones with Jones. I'm here with Jesse, and we have got a special guest for our midweek content. It is a huge. Uh, she's a huge Game of Thrones fan. Her name is Sarah Buckholes. Welcome. Oh, thanks, guys. And, and from what Good I understand, you're you're a big, big fan of our podcast, and have, have are all caught up and listened to everything we put out there so far. <laughs> yeah, every every single episode. Um, no, I just listened to the first one while I was working today, and got uh, got annoyed and was like, uh, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was your I like fa- you have the audacity. You're like, oh, you're like, oh, I'll watch one episode once and then just make blanket statements based on nothing, <laughs> not even well, past episodes. This is exactly why we wanted to have you on, Sarah. Um, let's. I think that I think that um, Jesse has has gone absolutely wild with some of his theories, and I think we need somebody to come on the show, set the record straight. So, so how about you just kind of like let us know. Um, you know, let, let's have a talk about so some of these wrong, theories. So if I'm wrong, then what, what is right? What is happening out yeah. there? Yeah, let's set the record straight. <laughs> I guess that's true. Well, I mean, like one of the things you said, you were like, Ned Stark is a poser. He's, <laughs> you were like, he's I, a I hack. And that. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I mean, he's Ned's got like a pretty strict moral code. And you know what? He didn't tell that guy to stab him in the throat. He also like, lied. Reed, let's also remember he did lie to his wife for several years. And from where I stand, that that's usually not against the rules. Stick, sticking by my pose. I don't statement. think he lied. I mean, I, I don't think he lied. He just said that they that they beat Arthur Dane in combat. No, but which, I was talking know, about more did. about the fact that he just showed up with a kid one day and said he banged some chick on the side and this was his. That that which we all oh know yeah, not but true. I mean like wh- yeah, but what's the bigger moral dilemma, right? Like your best friend led this rebellion to wipe out this whole family. He hates the Targaryens, and then you know I'm I'm one of the theory people. I you know I'm pretty sure John Stark or John Snow is half Targaryen, half Stark. Yeah, and- well let's let's stay on Ned for a sec because like Sarah, I always assumed. Um, with my friends that whatever I told my friends who are married, their wife was going to know immediately. So I only tell, you know, like I just assumed that the guys are telling their wives everything. So like, why wasn't that the same here? And was that an incorrect assumption? Yeah, well, I think, you know, it, it's different because it's wartime, right? So they didn't want to just beat the Targaryens. The goal was to wipe them out. Um, you know, uh, Robert so not was to sending bring a uh, assassins after Daenerys. Yeah, Robert was sending assassins after Daenerys, tried to kill her as a baby. They had to smuggle her and her brother out of the country. Yeah, and, you know, he, wife, even though they were like... But the point is, can't, can't Catelyn Sark keep that secret as a, as a wife? Like, he yeah. didn't even trust Catelyn Sark I, to keep that secret? I know, he sort of perjured himself. Well, they're newly and I guess married. He didn't, he didn't even know her. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 you know, at the end of the day, I think as the season goes on, we're going to keep seeing more and more clues that sort of unravel this, like, character of Ned, of everyone sort of built him up and put him on a pedestal. And I think that we're going to really find his true colors uh, over the next year. That's my prediction that I stand by. Well, what do you think his colors are then? What do you think his colors are? You don't think Ned's as noble as everyone says? I don't know. Maybe, maybe yellow where people get stabbed in the back. <laughs> I have no idea. But anyway, so, so, <laughs> he, he did. <laughs> so, uh, in addition to Ned. What was he okay, going to do? I, turn a kid his neck? He, I, I get it. So he, just, he finished him off. Tomatoes, tomatoes, Ned not. But what else are you really like, <laughs> saying, you know, as you listen to our podcast and, you know, blanket statements? What else is not right and, as you see it? Yeah, we were. Yeah, and Sarah, we definitely were interested in your take on um, Jesse's Hodor theory because we've actually had fans buzzing. 
um, you know, in both positive and negative ways um, when Jesse basically suggested that Hodor might be a warg. What was your take on that whole thing? I don't, you know, what I liked about that was uh, one of you said something about the, the brand damage about its brand who messes up <laughs> by on, trying to warg was, into Hodor in the past. That was Jexy <laughs> Holman, uh, one of our special guests. Yeah, I liked that, and the reason I liked that was because it ties to like another sort of thing I love, which is sci-fi time travel movies, <laughs> and sort of, I think it ties into um, destiny and fate, because if like Bran warged into Hodor and turned him into Hodor, that means that Bran always goes to see the Three-Eyed Raven, and that was his destiny, which is something the show a lot has been talking about this season, like with Jamie and Cersei revisiting her talking about the witch and the prophecy that her three kids would die, and with uh, the Onion Knight talking to the Red Woman about, um, you know, her sort of dealing with the fact that Stannis, her prophecy that she saw didn't come true with him, and what really is the difference between, like, fate and destiny. So I don't know. I liked it for that reason, so as opposed just, to, a, like, a warging element. Yeah, so it's exactly like the time traveler's wife. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly like I, that. I haven't seen it, but I would assume that's <laughs> space travel, time travel. I also haven't yeah, seen yeah. it. We'll go with that. So, uh, <laughs> It's the opposite of Back to the Future, because Back to the Future, he goes and muddies things up in the past and changes them, and this is like, oh, it always was like this. Can I just make a side comment like regarding time travel and like sci-fi? Can we get a Dune? Can, <laughs> yeah. can we get a Frank Herbert Dune remake, please? Like I watched um, the Lynch movie again, and it's you got fat like Harkonnen flying around with all the skin problems. You got like all <laughs> kinds of terrible special effects. Like that is a wonderful, wonderful novel. Like, can't we get a remake? Especially, I'm not sure if you guys have seen that documentary where it shows that guy who made that book about Dune with every single scene that he wanted to shoot and it never got made. What word like, is this? Yeah, Jared Jackson. I don't even Dune. know. Are you saying Dune like the video? Dune. D U N E. Dune. No, Dune. I would say Dune. 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 Okay. Like a yeah, Dune. Well, maybe we could put it in more of a modern day scenario where it's actually Kevin Costner going back in time to not trade Herschel Walker from the, the Cowboys to the Vikings and then building that dynasty, I, mean, I think it would play out nicely. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, as we go on, back to the I, game. I you know, so Sarah, this is your first time on the show. So, uh, you know, it we, is, yeah. we were talking earlier and, you, you know, as you're constantly correcting me, but, uh, you know, your favorite fighters and, and sort of who you're pulling for. You know, I know you're a huge Brienne of Tarth fan. I don't know why, but you are. Uh, so tell us more yeah, about that. Yeah, I think, I, I also think you guys messed up saying that you wouldn't want to have a beer with Brienne of Tarth, and this is why. No, we said um, we would. We, she would just cool show up at the shit. wrong time, at the wrong bar. <laughs> <laughs> we, that, <laughs> that was the problem. Not so much that she's not interesting, and, you know, she does have probably the lamest sword name of anything, uh, Oathkeeper. It sounds like a a dog that you don't love. But, uh, you know, so I, I think she would show up at the oh, wrong God. time. Yeah. So go on. Back to, back to Brienne. Uh, she's not as lame as maybe everyone. You know, Brienne shows up. At, she was on the right trail. Like, she found Arya. She, you know, she even saw Sansa. I so mean, it's more like right bar, part, wrong like, night. The, the show, like, completely went off the rails from the books. But, like, you know, Brienne, I don't, I mean, she's seen some cool-ass shit. She saw that demon murder Renly. Uh, she was at the Purple Wedding. She could tell you about, like, what a dick Joffrey was being and then how he choked and died. That would be awesome. 
I think she'd be a great drinking oh, so buddy. She's got great stories. Yeah, okay, but uh, I see. Yeah, she's got great stories, but nobody wants to talk to her because she's so, you know they, like they don't give her a chance. Yeah, I feel like you're like, hey, Brian, like, remember that time like Joffrey died? Like, what's up with that? And she goes, I have sworn an oath to Lady Sansa, and then not tell you the story. I think that's what she would do, and that's why we we put her on our least uh, our, our least favorite people to drink with. We're gonna, I, I Sarah, I want to no, throw bet, you. A, I bet oh, she'd loosen up after a couple beers. She'd loosen up after a couple beers for sure. Didn't she hop in the hot tub with Lannister as well, we, Jamie? We, we thought that, yeah, Jamie was at sort That's of That's another great well, story. He, he got his hand cut off. He, you know, was feeling pretty low. Yeah, she seemed like King Slayer naked. naked. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that would have really hurt. She fought a bear with a wooden sword in a dress. <laughs> All right, well. Okay, I want Brian's sort of a badass, an underrated badass. Yeah, I agree. She's also kind of like the perfect feminist icon. But let me throw you a... Um, <laughs> what? No, she's the perfect feminist <laughs> yeah, icon. She's Stanza. a powerful, powerful woman. Um, <laughs> not at all typecasted either. Not at all. Um, okay, let me throw you a curveball. Um, Sarah, you are okay. a book reader, correct? Yeah, I read the book. Okay, yep. cool. Yeah, so I've read the books as well. Jesse has not. What do you think... <laughs> Clearly. Um, <laughs> what, what do you think, if any... Um, do you like? Do you think um, Stoneheart has a role to play in the TV show at all? And and if not, why not? Um, you know, I hope she does because I I thought her character was pretty interesting. Um, she's she's sort of a the yin to Brienne's yang in the fact that they're both um, they're like I, we've made a vow, you've made a promise, and in the book, she really holds people to it, especially Brienne. Although I, I feel like they, if they were going to introduce her, they would have done it already. Like now that Brienne synced up with Sansa, which blew past the books, I don't know if that happens in the books or not. Um, I don't know how they would introduce her, and I think that might be sort of complicated. Not that anything else is any less complicated. But. No, for sure, for sure. Um, do we have any other complaints about Jesse's logic, reasoning, or theories at this point? Um. Well, I just wanted to add, I'm one of those people that thinks that um, Mira Reed, I think it's like a Luke and Leia thing. So I think that if she's not twins with Jon Snow, that they're definitely siblings. Um, they have the same haircut. They both have dark hair, dark eyes. They're both four foot ten. And for maybe people, <laughs> you like and, and for maybe people that aren't as familiar with characters and their names, like who exactly are you talking about? <laughs> just for our readers, not she's the girl listeners. who's in the cave. She's the girl who's in the cave with Bran. Uh, the compost. So she was pile. out pouting in the snow and was like, oh, yeah, "Yeah, she's out pouting in the snow." And and the little the children of the forest kid was like, "No, you're important." The Klingon, yes, you know, the Klingon. She, they got the same haircut. Yeah, aside from that, yeah. I don't really see what's going on. Like, honestly, she's pretty underwhelming to be like the son of you know someone with dragon's blood. I guess she would have dragon's blood too, and like I feel like they're just a lot more charismatic with the dragon blood. Well, Jesse, the guy who stabbed Sir Arthur Dane in the throat was her dad. So the only two people who lived in that battle were Mira's dad and Jon Snow's um, dad. Interesting. Just saying, like, each of them like. One baby's easier to explain as being like a bastard's kid than, or like the you know the so son of a is, random hooker than two. It is exactly like Luke and Leia, and Rhaegar Dark Targaryen. Well, I'm saying. Or and who's the emperor uh, in this scenario? Well, that was the Mad King. Would 
would have been the emperor. Well, actually, yeah. No, that actually, probably right. Littlefinger's the emperor. God. Yeah. Uh, she seems pretty uninteresting, so I'd really prefer that, you know, we not only not talk about her on this show anymore, but just, like, they kind of write her off soon. Cause, like, the we whole... can, yeah, we can also edit No, they out. can't. She's got... She's going to ride the dragon that flies over King's Landing. I think Bran's going to warg a dragon. That shadow you were talking about? No, we talked about... Bran warging a dragon. Uh, if you would have listened to season two of our podcast, we, we really broke down the, the <laughs> physics of uh, warging dragons. It was under a different name, and we, we lost a lot of the files, but uh, we, we've concluded that like, when it comes to warging, dragons are sort of off-limits, and you know, we, we remember this... I believe we talked about it. Dahan, did we? Yeah, we, we definitely talked about this on uh, season two, and, and you can't warg a dragon, and uh, that's just never going to happen. It's like similar to if you have came back from No the way, dead, it's totally going to happen. You cannot conceive children because it's sort of the same logic applies there. But, but hold on, Sarah, let's just break that down for a second because <laughs> I thought that, like, my take was you can ride a dragon if you have Targaryen blood. So theoretically, the three dragon riders would be Jon Snow, Daenerys, who's already ridden a dragon, and Tyrion, which I, I love that theory that Tyrion is actually half Targaryen. I just hope we have some so, major so, like, special why do you need... advances before someone rides a dragon again. Because that no, I think so it's going to be Mira Reed. Mira Reed. But, but why do you think Mira? The girl Reed... with the curly hair is in the cave. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I know exactly what you're talking about. But like, why do you think she has a role to play? Like, like, do you just think it's kind of just because of that like sci-fi kind of like you know twist scenario, or just? Well, I just think it's interesting. Like, they've set a lot of, like, story groundwork, right? Like, her, Jojen, the brother who had the seizures, was like, we have to go get Bran. Like, he, and he dragged Mira along. He didn't have to bring Mira. And, like, I feel like he had some sort of, you know, there was a reason that he brought the sister, not just because she could hunt rabbits, because they have Hodor and Asha there. So they, you know, they, and the wolves. So they have some protection, and it wasn't like she did that much all the way. And I feel like a lot of auxiliary characters have been cut from the, the book to the TV, but she's still around. Um, and I think just the reinforcement that uh, her dad was with Ned Stark at the Tower of Joy, and they're both running up there. Yeah. I don't know, man. Sarah seems to be more uh, educated. Cerebral. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, this is our most cer- You're our most yeah, cerebral guest. I was really guest expecting a lot more rage than, uh, <laughs> anger from you uh, versus sort of <laughs> but anyway so we, we, we've talked to our guests you know Sarah we're going to go ahead and, and, and Staffy and I are going to go ahead and stamp you as somebody we would like to have back in the future assuming this sort of polycon oh, foam works but but we've also great. made a commitment to our listeners to not go longer than 25-ish minutes and I think we're, we're getting close Perfect. to that so uh, I want to give you an opportunity here at the end uh, I know you have a, a very exciting uh, podcast about The Bachelorette coming up that maybe you look forward to <laughs> Some crossover events between You Got God and, and, and what, what's the name of your podcast? So this is your opportunity to plug this or sort of anything else you want in your life as, as sort of uh, uh, being a guest on our show. So uh, the mic is yours, Sarah. Yeah, um, my friend, uh, my best dude friend is this guy named Jess who um, has a very hard time watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. He spent uh, most of last season with his hood over his head screaming, no, please stop talking. Is that because the of JoJo's mom looked so terrible and just was so wrong on a lot of levels? Is that why he, or is there another reason? I think, you know, I think, I think the moment Olivia jumped out of a cake and started trying to dance, like, really pushed him over the edge. Yeah, um, he terrible. just suffers really badly from secondhand embarrassment. 
Um, so it's very fun to watch these things with him. So we're working on a project where you can uh, see see him be tortured through secondhand embarrassment. God, I like that. Sort of like uh, more of an art project of just watching this man suffer and then Chris Harris and just bringing it on. Uh, I love it. I was actually, yeah, he, you know fully, he fully can't handle it. The tech version of that is that will allow me to sit in a meeting and actually watch this is um, Google Glass. Let's project a little like video of him. <laughs> well, I'll listen to the podcast in my ear and then I'll have him in a tiny little tile in Google Glass while I'm in meetings. So yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah, the yeah. most cringe-worthy. I was like, I thought you'd be, he'd be wearing the Google Glass, and I'd be like, you wouldn't see anything because he would have like pulled his hood over his Google face Glass to prevent is a watching. Thing anymore, uh, <laughs> but somehow the Bachelorette still is. Uh, no, this this has been a fantastic yeah. pod. So we're looking for that. I think there's going to be a good crossover event like those shows. There's like a Chicago hospital and a police station and a fire station that they all sort of merge into one. I've never seen it, but. See the, the plugs for it around football. So I think we could do that with sort of our similar <laughs> different pods. So, uh, all right. Yeah, and, yeah, and, um, yeah Sarah, right. thank you so much for guesting. If the um, if you feel like you want to contribute, just hit us back up. We'll get you right back on the pod, <laughs> and, and you'll be able to right the wrongs that we've, we've created the mess around. So I know. Thank you so I'll, much. Just, I'll try to do just from writing Jesse and Cap. So thanks so much for having me, guys. All right. See you later.